you just, what did you just ask me if I just if I've ever snorted lidocaine? Have you ever snorted lidocaine? <laughs> uh, no, I, I've never snorted lidocaine. But when I worked at Paceway, uh, remember Paceway? I do. Cool. So they used to sell the. Uh, I guess it was for tooth pain. It was like I guess it was like lidocaine gel packets or whatever. And just like, just stealing those off the shelves while you're working and, and <laughs> rubbing them in your gums for fun. Well, um, <laughs> so, oh yeah, great. Great. Um, <laughs> oh no. So. Sorry, I mean, I didn't, like, not to open an episode off a weird subject, but you brought it up a great memory of mine is is stealing random ass drugs off of the the counter at pay, of, of the shelf of paceway and 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 trying it just for fun you know yeah i remember the first time i uh <laughs> uh learned what robo tripping was <laughs> then you'd fucking just take a bottle of robitussin and drink a lot of it just to see if you if you might get high is know? that the same thing as lean lean uh, ultimately i think that's what people were gunning for I don't that's a good question maybe if robo tripping and lean are the same thing coming from different directions yeah uh no I mean I know lean is specifically the one with the codeine (laughs) but uh I don't know if Robitussin ever or NyQuil ever had codeine in it as a consumer drug that seems a little insane but me (laughs) Maybe there was another time I have to look that up. Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll kick kick off the episode with a little hello, an introduction. This is officially, my friend, I don't know if I'm supposed to say your name or not. Yeah, you can do it this time. Okay. <laughs> Doug. Doug Brown. Hello. Yeah. Uh, uh, first time, of obviously first time guest. He's never been on the show before. I've never been on this show He's before. He's never... Been on the show once, but this is episode ten. This is this is ten weeks in a row now that I've officially recorded, hanging out with a friend, and and having uh, uh, some conversation <laughs> and, and, and talking. But yeah, I came over specifically to try and record cicadas this afternoon, going to the park near you, and uh, it was very loud when I got here, but we hung out a little too long. And now, uh, we <laughs> we didn't get quite the 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 cicada din. I I'll probably insert what we recorded to this episode because why not? But uh, at the same time, yeah, we didn't quite get what I was hoping for because it got significantly quieter over the first hour of hanging out. I think that um, it uh. What you recorded sounded quite good and could be used for any number of ambient uh, things. And uh, you oh, I agree. This, you made a song out of uh, a sentence once. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can certainly uh, bring the dark ambient out of that track. And we saw a rooster. Yeah. What up? What was up with that rooster? It was just hanging out. It's so. What time? So you. What time do you take lunch? I went there at twelve forty-five. And uh, as I was driving out, I heard a rooster crow, so I stopped my car really fast. And there was just a rooster staring at me angrily. And I stared at it for about two minutes and then just drove back to my house. And uh, 
Man, it's still there. Yeah, I was going to say, was it still in the same place? Yeah, that's exactly where it was. It's just sitting in the same fucking, like, pile of fucking grass. Is that what that was? Just grass? Just a huge pile of grass? It was like a dirt mound on the side of a parking lot. (laughs) Hanging out. I don't know. That's cool. No, I I haven't seen a rooster in a very long time, I could only assume. So the fact... And that one looked like... uh, There's... There are are there wild roosters or are most are if there's a wild rooster it's an escaped rooster from a farm. I, I can only imagine it had to be some kind of runaway because I don't think that we have some kind of feral chicken population. We have feral. I think it would have like, known about it. Turkeys are a wild animal. Yeah, and uh, pheasants and other uh, chicken esque birds, but there's no like wild chickens in the on the east coast as far as I know, right? Not to my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be wrong. Uh, if you're if you're listening and you if you if you know about wild chickens, like let us write write the pod. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm, send angry emails I'm curious, to John yeah. Glennon. <laughs> send angry emails to John Glennon. <laughs> I'm curious to get a response. I just want to know if anyone's been listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we saw it. that rooster was beautiful. I was gonna, I was basically, I wanted to comment that it was very regal. It had a, it had uh, its feathers looked like a, um, a very elegant swoop of a haircut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It makes me think it's domestic. Obviously, it's, but uh, it's not like people trim their roosters. That's natural. Yeah, no, nobody's permanent rooster. Yeah, you don't, yeah. you don't crimp, <laughs> you don't crimp a rooster or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you'd have to basically fucking either like. Uh, you're probably maiming them at or, that point. Or drug it to yeah. get that to actually happen. Like if you're if you're just taking off yeah. partial pieces of feather, I'm sure there's nerves attached to the that. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what pulling the feathers straight out for a fashion? No, just a cutting half of a feather off. I'm sure they're like that hurts. Like don't do that. Oh. I mean, no, it's the same shit that your uh, fingernails are made of. Right? But don't isn't no, there it's when the it's. I don't know. I'm not that intelligent, but obviously it's like I just I, I thought that nerves may be attached to the ends of the the feathers. So that, I'm sure if you pulled one out while they were alive, they wouldn't like it. Yeah, pulling one out would suck. That's like, but I I didn't know if it actually weaved into the feather itself somehow. But that maybe that's a little too intense if they lose feathers. You know. I can't honestly tell you whether or not feathers have nerve networks or not right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Do feathers have nerve networks? That's a I did not expect to ask that question on today's show. I'm thinking probably no, because they regrow, right? Do feathers regrow? Yeah, no, that would suck if they didn't think. I mean, like, uh, like they they lose like a bunch of feathers, and like almost every bird would just be wandering around on the ground. Probably there'd be some huge like small predator population like snarling about in the bushes too. Interesting. Yeah, non-stop I was just, uh, coyotes. I was just talking about birds today. Like, uh, yeah, Rebecca was like, we were on a walk, and she was like, they're such beasts, because <laughs> they're just all just out there just eating, gording on cicadas and stuff. And she's oh, yeah. just like, they're just monsters. And I'm like, yeah, like birds are very old, and, <laughs> and they don't have like 
they, they they're known not to have like a large brain, so they're all they are is just like kind of a, a feeding creature of, of sorts. And there's no way they're prepared for this. Like I mean, like every 17 years or every 13 years in some case, but it, this one's a 17 year one. Every 17 years, suddenly there's just gonna be a great buffet in the sky. Right, like no, the birds in my backyard are noticeably fatter and less active. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're not, they're not they're even going so after. content. The they don't even know now, or like are free to fly as badly as they want because nothing is in the air to eat them. Um, they're getting the true North American experience. They're just like, ugh, I'm ultimately satisfied. And we're gonna have birds with like depression and anxiety now. They're gonna be like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Ask me a hypothetical. <laughs> I, oh man, it's it's so hard when you get put on the spot. That's like, tell me a joke, or play me a song. <laughs> Spend as much time as you need bullshitting before asking me a hypothetical. <laughs> I get all the time I need, man. It's it's my show. I mean, yeah, you can also edit it. So, I mean. That's true, but no, like that 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 <laughs> awkward silence where we were just listening to birds. I'll probably just leave that in there. Like, why would I take that out? They're pretty. Yeah. Once again, here we are, like self-referencing the show because we don't know what else to talk about. Well, Something you- about turning the microphones on uh, makes us change direction, doesn't it? We don't want to. We don't want to like. I don't know. It's not that I don't. It's that... Uh, so you're saying try not to feel like I'm on air. One second. Basically. Here's the thing, Doug. I'll give you, I'll give you one word of advice. No one's listening to my show. <laughs> um. <laughs> like... <laughs> I might promote it. People might like it. But they're not listening to it. They're just like... Go, John. But I don't. I don't have an hour for that. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, can I ask you a series of questions? You. You can. I think so. You like hypothetical. I don't even know what to ask you right now. Like you know, should Israel exist? <laughs> hypothetically, well, n- not nothing quite like that. <laughs> Jeez, I was going to ask. Um, <laughs> Um, have you ever uh, been at someone's house and didn't have a good time, so you intentionally left their freezer open? No, I've never left a fridge or freezer open. I can't even imagine doing that. That's it's so. I answered it so quick. I was like, "There's just why would you?" It feels wrong. Have Have you ever nailed one nail into someone's door in such a manner that they couldn't open the door? No, but how would you? How, what would be the way to do that? At an angle. Right, but like, is there a specific point? Like, do you have to do it at like the top of the door or the middle? Oh, either it doesn't open or they destroy the door. Either way, it's sort of fun. Okay. All right. Uh, no, I've never uh, nailed a nail into a door to prevent someone from opening a door. Do you have more OkCupid okay accounts than me? How many do you have? 27. No, I don't. I have one. I don't even look at mine. I just keep making them. <laughs> don't you have to open a new email account to open a new OkCupid okay account? Really easy to open an email account. 
what kind of matches do you get on an on an anonymous like no attached email account? I've never looked. I just like to give people false hope. Do you get messages? I don't know. <laughs> you just <laughs> you're just sending like shit to the check bottle. Twenty seven email addresses a day. That'd be one. <laughs> do you put different like uh, summaries of who you are on each one? I try to describe myself differently each time while describing the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just wondering if you just, like, steal, like, the back covers of romantic novels or something like that. I mean, no, I get, like, when it comes down to what pictures I post, yeah, I, I take a big cues uh, you, from You that. post pictures? Yeah, and in every one I'm wearing that Fabio wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a guy. I'm like, uh, he was he was a meme before memes, right? Because like, or he was in the early days of memes. It I was guess. A, I would say meme before meme because he got. I mean, it wasn't like I mean, I'm sure he, the internet because he was just so stereotypically like the guy on those covers of the novels. Yeah, and then he got hit in the face with like a duck or something, a goose. So that, that did happen. You're yeah. right. Yeah. I remember that from yeah, that VH1 came off that show. roller coaster with a yeah. bloody nose because got hit in the face with a huge bird. That was fucking hilarious. Can you imagine though, someone so well known too? Well, like, also yeah, your chances, your uh, your face is your business. So yeah. the fact that he got hit in the face with a bird is just like well, yeah. what? <laughs> Who did you piss off? I don't know if he did anything after that, but I wasn't really much aware of his career before that either. So. He, um, he like he went hiking one time and came upon like a rickety old shack in the woods and insulted some some elderly woman and she <laughs> she said I'll show you Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you're feeling your prettiest, you'll yeah. be destroyed by a bird. <laughs> I'll use the rest of my blood magic to curse your face forever. <laughs> Look at that. We got a gypsy cursing Fabio bit out of that. Look at that. That's awesome. Referencing again. <laughs> Sorry. Breaking the fourth wall. It's fun. Episode 10. I made it, y'all. 10 episodes. <laughs> I had to take a birdhouse down behind my house because this one cat bird was kept posting up on it and attacking his own reflection in the mirror. He did it for three days. He was leaving smears of stuff on the window and stuff on the third day. And uh, I had been trying to, like, spook him off for a couple times. I tried to, like, even, like, put something up there that might scare him. But, like, no, he would just keep attacking the window until I took that fucking birdhouse down. He stopped. But uh, that's how, like, I've recently been able to prove that I'm not a completely evil person because I didn't want to see that thing bash itself to death. For, I have, like, a lot of questions. So where does the mirror come into a birdhouse? The window. So did the birdhouse have windows? No, the window in my house. It was, like, over and over again. There's just this, like... So the birdhouse was near your window. Yeah, and okay. it would just sit on the birdhouse and smack into my window over and over again. That's brutal. What's I, I don't know if I know what a cat bird is. What is this, uh... They're gray. They got a black stripe on their head. They can, uh, they usually make like a meow noise, which is how you know them. But they're also mimics, so they'll make a bunch of other bird noise too. I'm wondering if cat birds are in my yard because what you're describing is all, like what I'm 
what I've been calling a mockingbird because they are a mimic bird mm. that like sounds like they do car alarms and shit like that. <coughs> Weirdly enough, so uh, a couple years ago, we definitely had what seemed like an uptick in rat movement and activity in our yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seemed like every time I was coming home from work or coming home from anywhere, like at night obviously but it's just like there'd be scurrying in my bushes and things like that um so i started getting into figuring out trapping and stuff like that but like (laughs) i bought you know first so uh we had a couple we had a couple mouse traps in the house um that weren't being used and like we we did have mice at one point, so I did catch a mouse uh, using one of those in my room. Uh, but then we got those we got those plugins, those like rat mice or whatever plugins or, uh, or like we we damn. Sorry, I'm burping, but like I've literally seen mice jump into my oven, like you know what I mean, like coming down the stairs and and like mice jumping into the oven to like get away and hide and shit and jump down the whatever to get to wherever they go uh so i remember catching a mouse in my room but then we did get those plugins and put them all over the place and like we i haven't seen any mouse activity since so those things must work because i don't know unless the mice are just really good at hiding now but it, it used to be weird like i remember when, when sparky lived with us and tom was still around more like it was I don't know. I just there was one uh, one time I remember waking up because I heard a little like scuffle in my room, and then I was like, "What's going on?" And I, I had like a Royal Farms bag on the floor or whatever, and, and I think it was like an empty chicken box, but it was like a mouse was in there. And then yeah. like I remember like getting up like, "What the fuck?" And then it jumps out of the box and ran away. And then I jump up because I'm just like, "What the fuck?" And he, like, I remember Sparky coming out and being like, what's going on? And I'm just like, there's a mouse. And he's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, oh, you know, well, you're, you're not going to get him now. He ran away. So, um, <laughs> but uh, shortly after that, the rat problem in the yard seemed to be kicking up. So uh, I just remember kind of, uh, I don't know, learning about traps and ordering traps on Amazon. And also... Those traps aren't strong enough for Baltimore rats. So do you know what you have to do? You have to start putting screws and nails into your rat traps to start holding the rats down a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's weird because you start going down the road of like, okay, I'm trapping rats to protect my home and start making sure like this place isn't like infested. Maybe you should just kill everything else, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's not exactly where I was going, but you start realizing that you're watching a lot of videos on rat trapping and like doing mm-hmm. research on rat trappers and you're and you're seeing the type of people that are rat trapping. Well, do you feel you can And confident- doing videos on trapping rats. Do you feel like you can confidently trap a rat now? Yeah. But you're not going to go around doing it. No, I don't want to like... So see, yeah, don't compare yourself. No, once the problem died down... You don't have to go... Like, they do a noble job, you know, pest killers. I I almost guarantee that if I put a trap out every night, I could catch a rat. But I don't need to catch a rat every night if there's not a problem. There's... Because I I live in in Baltimore. There's nothing to do. It's just like... 
You could try to like try to catch the biggest rat you could. Um, so the reason I brought this up is because we were talking about cat birds, and uh, unfortunately, when I did have a bunch of traps set, I did consistently keep catching the same type of bird, and I accidentally think I like got like two or three of those cat birds. They get into everything. Yeah. But it was always a catbird. It wasn't like a, a, a the starling or the robin or the or the dove who are all in my yards hanging mm-hmm. out being cool. The cardinal. Yeah. I got at least those four, and then like you know, uh, we got bunnies now. We have uh, baby two at least two baby bunnies that live in my yard, which is kind of cool. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, so the traps, rats. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention, because I'm talking about it now, is because, like, I caught a king rat. It must have been the patriarch or something. It was, like, what? the godfather of this squad. Huge. Huge. So big, big man. I, it was it was comparable to that fucking, the, the tiki, the, the, the citronella candle bucket. That's like, weird, because that's not a rat shape. But, but think of a fat rat body. Oh, that fat? Yeah. All right, so we're talking... So Dude, it was a it was a monster. It was like Five I'm trying. Inches thick. It was it was like at least when I picked up the trap because it was secured on there, and I just threw it away. But I picked it up and it's just like it it had weight to it. It was the first time it ever felt weight like that when I when I had done when I had been trapping, and all my trapping experience that was the, the heftiest of all the trappings. <laughs> yeah. We used to have mouse problems in the house, and uh, we had a, a roommate who would uh, was uh, very much for like uh, don't kill animals for any reason, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's a you know soft heart. It's wonderful. She 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 had a good heart, but um, at the same time, if you have mice in your house, it's not something you can like you know, be delicate about. Like uh, so, the recommended ones are those safety traps, right? So it captures them, mm-hmm. and then you drive them like a mile away from your house, and then uh, you drop them off somewhere like that, right? So. Uh, I heard they can find their way back from a mile. Yeah. Well, that's nuts if they can find it from a fucking mile. But, like, regardless, like, we kept having mice in our house using these stupid things. And, like, slowly the mice were learning to chew their way out of them and stuff. And uh, so, like, no, eventually we just, like, you know, uh, uh, caught the ones we had and, you know, fried them alive in oil and (laughs) ate them. (laughs) Jesus. And uh, then just used regular mousetraps from then on out. And, you know, everything was... No mouse. No mice. Uh, I'm sure a deep fried mouse tastes delicious. We, I think we already talked about this, but I, anything deep fried is amazing because it just tastes like fried things. I, I did what I could to be humane. I, I found all their entrance points and like blocked them up and like m- chemical sprayed them so it didn't smell like anything they wanted to approach. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, no regrets. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> where to go from here, right? No, this is. I'm just hanging out, Doug. I've had a, like I've I've had a shitty start. Like I just I went down a depression hole. I've been bummed this last couple of days. So I think it, even just getting out here, having a couple of beers, we didn't even record exactly what I wanted to record, and I'm still happy because I'm just like we're hanging out now, and is, I'm yeah. Isn't it serene out here? Yeah, it's fantastic. We heard a frog earlier. Man, the cicadas, though, like, that's... I gotta get somewhere tomorrow, man, because I know it's not gonna last forever. Check the weather. I'm going to New York this weekend. Well, you got a couple more weeks, but check the weather, because if it's gonna be raining, you're not gonna hear shit. That's true. I'll check it right now. I don't want to look at my phone, like, the, like, you know, but at the same time, it's like, all right, what's tomorrow? 
Tomorrow's uh, sunny. No, tomorrow's seventy percent chance of thunderstorms. Yeah. Fuck. So. <laughs> You're right. All right. Never mind. Okay. Um. Man, I've been pissed. I think my work hates me. That's where I'm at. I'm pretty much convinced that, for the most part. It's like, why would they keep offering me jobs? But then they don't call for a couple of weeks, and you're like, ah, yeah. It's always the same person calling. Uh, yeah. So it's either like the main guy or like a, a one or two producers that I tend to work with that might reach out via email. Are they flaky people? <laughs> no, it's not that they're flaky. Um. Honestly, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Did I, I think I told you about the time that they almost had me record that xenophobe. And then, like, I, I sort of was like the... Um, yes. Yes, you do. Did I? Yeah. And I, I feel like I might have been the, the, the cherry on top of that, where it was like, because they canceled the book. And um, I think it was just me being like, hey, this is actually not super cool. And then the producer's like, no, you're right. This isn't super cool. And we're supposed to have a bunch of voiceover talent help out with this book. And now we have to explain to them that it's about this. And that's like, and then they were like, but then they asked me how it, like, they were asking me about like, how'd the session go? And how was the director like? And all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... It, it, it was it, it ultimately felt like a normal session because my job is to check for mistakes. But then, like they, after the fact, reading the book or like looking over the script or whatever, I was like, mm, "Yeah, this is this is weird." Especially coming from this kind of like, he was wearing a, a Route sixty six T shirt, and then like you look him up, he's like from the he's like from Missouri. He's just like, the, and then like I don't know, he did. <laughs> It all just felt gross, and then like they're asking me, like, I don't know, man. Like, what do you think? Is this is this some fucked up shit? And I'm like, seems a little fucked up to me. And then like they apparently canceled the book. Now maybe they didn't. Maybe they told me it was canceled, and then they did it with someone else. But or I, yeah, they took you off and had someone else do it. But I that's what I'm saying is like, but I told them because I was like, look, you asked me to do it, and like I've been trying to like show you I'm a team player, and I'm 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 here to like be neutral when it comes to recording because I know that you don't, you're not responsible for what the publishers bring in as far as clientele and all this blah blah shit and uh, uh, and, and you know so I was basically like I'm still on board like I'm just letting you know it just this is a, you know, I, I wasn't trying to stir up shit but I think it was just like there's already shit being stirred up so me like chiming in about it just was adding to the conversation of it being a, a yeah. weird situation. Because the mm. book was basically, like, it was like an anti-immigrant book, anti-immigration or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. This seems fucked up. I like the... <laughs> I think that we should send Americans out to more other countries and ruin their countries, too. At least learn something. I don't know. I don't know. Is that how we just want to just hang it? Like, here we go. Let's let's have these debates. No, I wasn't. I didn't even want to talk about that. I just wanted to bring up how it was like. Uh, 
I don't know, doing a job. It was like, oh yeah, this is weird. Great, let's do that. I don't know, I think I've lost it. I'm off the rails a little bit. You've been talking for a while. Have I? Mm-hmm. I think you're helping. I've <laughs> said maybe a few things in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. Maybe. How long have we been? 28. So we got a whole another potential half of an episode that you could totally contribute to. I'm going to go bring my tequila bottle out here. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. One second. All right. No, that's cool. All right. This will be this will be a good test for me because I'm going to have to to do what I fear most, which is is do this by myself. Oh shit! Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. So, uh, apparently Doug Brown is letting me use his name. So, here I am in his backyard, his wonderful scenic backyard near a pond. We have a citronella candle lit for the mosquitoes, and you can potentially hear the distant sounds of dogs barking and birds chirping. Uh, Doug is a very old friend of mine, and he's allowed me to join him this evening. We were attempting to record the cicadas at a nearby park. I believe I mentioned that earlier. We were unsuccessful because the sounds that we were hoping for had already started to die down by the time that we arrived. So, that being said, um, we're still having a nice time hanging out at the evening. Sun is still out. Uh, we're enjoying a few uh, beers and conversations. I guess we're talking about all kinds of fun, interesting things. Uh, I'm excited. This is episode 10 of a project that I was hoping to start for a long time. I'm a fan of so many different podcasts and content creators and people that motivate themselves to take chances and, and make stuff and and talk to people and have conversations and I don't know I've just wanted to try and do the same kind of thing and I don't know who cares who's listening right now I doubt anyone is listening right now maybe a couple folks I like to think that if there's anyone out there I've listened to podcasts with few followings I've listened I'm fans of podcasts with like very little listenership and and I feel like I'm I'm a part of something special you know just like I'm on the team. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a, I was a big fan of this show called Garbage Days that has since uh, gone on hiatus. It was two comics, Brendan Sagalo and Scott Chaplin. And uh, they just, uh, it, most of the podcast happened over the course of the pandemic. So they did most of the podcast via Zoom. And I thought that was super cool because they were just hanging out and they apparently didn't even know each other that well before they started doing the show together and um yeah I don't know like I, I just became a fan I, I knew Brendan from another podcast and <clears throat> I ended up doing his theme song for Garbage Days so when they ultimately went on hiatus I was super fucking bummed about it I, I think I'm doing pretty good, actually. I, I think I held. To, I, I think I, I think I held it together. I'm talking a little personal uh, shit because I'm, I'm dishing out the the truth. You know, I'm, I'm letting them know that I, I come from a back 
background. Back. I come from my back. I like podcasts, so the fact that I'm doing one is 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 it's. I'm just like, I, I like them. They're fun, and oh. uh, and and I I like people that are trying to to make shit and challenge themselves at them shelves, challenge themselves to make something cool, man. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. This, this to me, I was just saying, I don't think many people are listening, probably at all. This is episode 10 of a show that had, like, what, why? Why would you listen to it? Maybe you like me. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's what everyone likes out of a, uh, any kind of hosts, <laughs> mediocre self-esteem. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. I, I think ultimately this show is about me rediscovering <laughs> some self-esteem, maybe. Trying to, like, reclaim some hope that I'm going to be happy one day. Uh, Sounds like a plot to a comedy. <laughs> um. No, dude, I don't uh, know. I've, I, I've, like, I'm happy to be here right now because I've been super fucking bummed, like, the last few days. I, I really hit a, a, a dip. And uh has to do with work and life and the future and so much going on uh so i mean i appreciate being here uh, brighter days ahead cheers i appreciate that <laughs> goes down smooth right <laughs> I wish you could see his face right now. It's amazing. I've never seen him make that face. Look that... like, like a cartoon bull for a second. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, John Glennon? If you were to, uh, uh, like an amoeba, split apart into two creatures, which one of you is the f- real you? Uh, it's essentially the same <laughs> question as like, does your clone have a soul, right? Mm. Or like, is your clone you? I mean, do you have a soul? I don't want to have this debate. Not on my show. Yeah, it's not that dumbass ginger crap or anything. No, like that, that sounded it's... hack. It was mean. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. come on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to argue the existence of my soul. Yeah, no, specifically two have souls. But, like, no, in that case, if you were to split in halves, two halves, each one of you maintaining the exact same, like, memories and, like, feelings and everything, whatever you call you, and you just split into two, which yeah. one of you is the first you? No, I think they're both me. However, that doesn't mean we uh, ha- have the same experience. We now have two separate well, experiences. From then on, yeah, from the very moment you were split. Even during the splitting. But we're both identical. But it's like a night we're, we're only identical until the moment we split, and then as soon as we split, we're no longer identical. Mm-hmm. We now have two different perspectives because mm-hmm. matter can't occupy the same space at the same time. So yeah. there's a difference in in perspective. Bird shits on one of you. Already, like, life is different. Literally, the only different, like you know, it'd be like <laughs> me sitting in this chair and me sit, sitting in a chair literally right next to me. But that's different. That's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's different. Unless you're both just constantly saying the same thing and moving the same, you're really weird. Which would be completely intolerable. A complete symbiotic I would, I would, character. I would kill the split. Like I would. I would yeah, have to I, I think this killing the split seems weird. Unless I feel the pain of the split, then I would be upset. <laughs> I would be like, no, don't kill both of them. <laughs> yeah, 
Doug, I cannot allow you to kill my split. Well, no, I mean, consider that thing would uh, just, con- what is it, like grow exponentially, right? <laughs> so, like, uh, no, that has to be killed right at the start. Okay. Endless John Glennons. Endless John Glennons. I know what our ad break's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Adam, over here. Uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) um, what was I going to say? I I didn't have anything. No, I was talking, we were talking about the splits. So yeah, as soon as like, it's like a clone or uh, if you, if you split apart, like, you're, you, you immediately become two different entities and creatures, you know? You, you do start from the same point of, like, I have these memories and I, I have this understanding of the world, but after that, each one is going to behave a little differently, you know? Even if it's in spite of the other one. One might just be like, I, well, if he did that, I'm going to do this because I'm not going to do the same thing that that one did, you know? Yes. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine two spiteful John Glennons just passively aggressively behaving differently to uh get at the other one? Mm. Yeah, no. I, I I I'm still with I'd probably kill one of them. You're like, like might make you want to kill both of them because you're like, yeah, it's too that's too There's much. no law for it yet. It's just yeah. like uh like look, no, John Glenn is still right there. And you're saying I killed John Glenn. But look, John Glenn is right there. Mm-hmm. You know? What are you going to say? Like, I saw him kill me. <laughs> Won't stand up. Okay. Yeah. Especially if I take all the teeth out of the mouth. Oh, yeah. We mean much uh, harder. Well, DNA evidence is way easier now. But whatever. <laughs> I know. I mean, these days... Do you think you can buy people's baby teeth? Only Did I ask there... that last time? No, no. There was no last time. Oh yeah, there was no last time. But yeah, do you think you can buy people's baby teeth on, like, say, like a uh, eBay, Etsy? Uh, only if they're selling them. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not like I'm not trying to like you know get goons out there and take people's <laughs> baby teeth from them. That's that's horrifying. No, but like, but... Do you, can you buy them? Yes, because ultimately there's going to be people selling. Anything, right? Like, no, just what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a very small house, like maybe even a trailer. I don't care, but I'm gonna line the entire inside of it with baby teeth, and then, uh, you know, not show up to work for a few weeks because I'm dead because I killed myself. And they go in there and they find my corpse in there with all that fucking baby teeth line, fucking balls, and all this other nonsense. Man, it'd be great. I like elaborate suicide schemes, <laughs> only because I think about killing myself more often than I wish I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, you going to do? Yeah. You live, you want to die. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I'm, yeah, fuck, I don't know, I don't even need to justify it. This is my show, I can just be real. I've been having, like, this recurring thought where it's, like, like retorting someone's criticism... 
Or if they're like, well, you're, you're not very, you're, you're not very good at this, or like, you suck at this, or why are you even trying to do this, right? And then just being like, you're right, I should kill myself, shouldn't I? Like staring him dead in the face and just saying that, like. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Have you ever been heckled? No, I, I've never been heckled, uh, thankfully, but I've only done stand-up a handful of times, so I've dodged that bullet. Stand-up terrifies me. The thing is, is I, I think what I would be afraid of with stand-up is that I would feel like I would need to turn it into monetary gain of some kind. Like, I would ha it would have to be a skill that I used and practiced and then got good at to then become many comedians would laugh at that whole prospect <laughs> i think what do you mean the, at what uh, like monetary gain from comedy like that not everybody gets like seinfeld lucky you know no i'm not talking about seinfeld level but i know but. comics like you you can be an unknown you you can be like a not household name comedian that makes a a decent you know 70 80,000 90 like you know figure a year you, you get to see every bad city in this country exactly the the that i think that's part of what steered me away from like wanting to be a like all well first of all already doing music and being like well i've already invested so much time in doing this stuff here mm -hmm. on top of that though comedy is this lonely life where you go out and you go to the middle of nowhere and spend weekends entertaining crazy drunk idiots like and 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 being by you know and it's like being by yourself and you're making and a lot of friends right now maybe you think so no <laughs> you think i'm hurting you think i'm hurting my chances at podcast success yeah people come out to your shows and stuff like that you know, dump on them you yeah, are. but I'm not trying to talk crap about. I mean, there's bad crowds, but yeah. yeah, that's true. You're right. No, I so ultimately being me thinking about being a, a straight up stand up is that I don't think I can handle. It's like a lot of traveling and and like time by myself mixed with. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I I've realized I'm just like I'm super anxious and and already very self like I'm already super judgmental of myself and overly critical and I think I'm just I I'll, I think I'm afraid a little bit of like being like trying to be like, "Oh, I could do stand-up comedy." Like, let me just start Bombing at open mics for the next three years while I'm in the in the like drolls of depression and see you if should, that'll help me feel better. Me. I'll you know, let you know if it's gonna fly or not. I huh? can I can tell that I can I can taste these things. What do you mean, huh? Yeah, if you ran your set by me, at any point, like, yeah, it's like a whole series of jokes. But it's also hard to like run your set to one person. I think there is like a crowd energy that is different than just rehearsing something to one person. Don't you think? Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is that, that like, uh, you don't have to deal with the crowd. Like, so you, you... just deal with, like, one person. Just deal with one person. And, and, and like, like you know, I, I'm receptive to your humor. Like, I've known you a long time. And, yeah, and, and yeah. I'm not trying to, like, shit on... It's like, you know, th I just think about, like, when comedians... Like, you're saying, like, comedians going to the worst cities in America for a whole weekend. They don't mm -hmm. even really get to, like, hang out a whole lot. And then, like... Oh, there's a lot of drinking in bars. And they're doing, like, you know, seven to ten shows in front of, like... A bunch of different types of people and you know I guess like yeah that, I, I bet you 
when you're really confident in your skills as a comic, that's like a fun experience. But I, and 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 of course, like that's not where you start when you're like, I'm gonna, I want to do comedy. I've done like so. You saw the very first time I saw done stand up, and I've done stand up maybe five or six times after that. Maybe I think it's like maybe four times after that. You know, <laughs> so. But like the f- you did that. Have you ever unshit yourself bit? <laughs> if you did a full act out for an unshit yourself, that's actually hilarious. It would, I bet there's a way you could pull. That. You could pull yeah. off an unshit yourself joke because uh, I could. Do you know Brian Regan? Think about Brian Regan, who's a clean comic who doesn't use the word shit. But think about him oh, no, being like, be "Have you ever said- unshit yourself?" Yeah, no, that'd be the fucking worst thing you heard him. <laughs> well, I mean, there's Stephen Wright would be kind of funny too. On shit, yeah, yourself. super dry delivery, but yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, so like I, I had, I, I guess what you would call very like beginner's luck, but I did that, I did that show, that at the wind-up space, and that was my first time ever trying stand-up, and I, and I pulled off a couple, like one or I, I uh, Phil Bristol like filmed the set, so I listened to it back. There was two, like, it was definitely awkward at times, but there was two moments where I had the room, like, laughing a good amount, which was like, all right, that's a win, you know? Because I told a, I, I told that the spine surgery joke, and then I told, like, the Ralph Romano, or the Ralph, Ralph, I told the Ray Romano, like, impression joke at the end, and, like, people laughed or whatever. But then every other time I tried to do stand-up, it was not in front of like that kind of crowd. It was in front of basically a half empty room of comics waiting to their turn to do their set. <laughs> so much like music. Yeah. Going going towards the end of the night, you know what I mean? <laughs> One time I did sign up for an open mic and they made me go second. And like I think they made me go second as a roast because they're just like I got there super early. Mm-hmm. And I think they could just sense that I was super green and like they were basically like let's just get this guy out of here so they had the host go up they had one guy go up and then they had me go up and and it was bad (laughs) how'd the audience respond it was bad it was brutal i was trying to go i was trying to work out some emotional things on stage and it didn't work out so well yeah, it's like have you ever have you ever like had feelings for someone and then they decide to date a homeless heroin addict, and then you just hear, ooh, <laughs> that's not really the response. No, you have to have like a really crap. nasty punchline at the end of that. Yeah, no, I don't know. I was just yeah, trying. A, I mean, it's a brutal setup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a comic there that had no feet. He had. He was. He had. <laughs> He's already got the advantage. He had. He had Sorry. no. He had no legs, and he was wearing shoes on his no legs. He was wearing New Balance on his on the on his legs, right? So I, I was already bombing, and I was struggling, and I just went like, "Yo, shout out to the dude with no legs, still wearing New Balance." And the crowd was just like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and and like like I got no feet. No, I was just I was trying to do this thing. Like what was he got flat feet? He need arch support. Like why is he wearing Jesus. an uncool shoe? Like that was where I was going with Ooh. it. Like like maybe he could wear Did a Jordan. Try to explain. Like, I was I I was trying to be like maybe we can get this guy. I said you won't understand this reference, but I was like maybe we get this guy a pair of Griffies. 
Ken Griffey Jr. had a shoe at a point, so right. it was like, yeah, so it's like, and <laughs> I just remember that because of my, my cool friends that like shoes from Foot Action, mm -hmm. so like, I was just trying to like, make this connection where I'm like, alright, I know friends that are into shoes, and how that they go? like this shoe, I'm gonna reference that shoe on a guy that makes no, that has no legs, wearing New Balance at an open mic comedy show. I think show. it's hilarious, but I mean, it's only because of what Only the host so laughed, and I think he laughed because he's like, are you serious, bro? Like, you're... you're <laughs> You're referencing Griffey's while you're bombing? Like, <laughs> it was, I don't know, man. It was, it's like, I didn't even talk to that guy afterwards. I talked to another guy afterwards, and he was like, you did good, man. No, that's good. I'm like, I don't think, I think I'm having a nervous breakdown right now. Like, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm okay. Like, I think, I, I think even being on stage tonight was a mistake because I'm, I'm unwell. I don't feel good about myself. I, th I think I would have used that opportunity <laughs> to actually, like, you know, get this out of my system, to actually be hauled off a stage. You know, like, a, like someone actually has to yank off, fight your whole way off. Because no, that's the, a story you can tell people. No, it's another, like, another, like, the, uh, the exclamation point to that <laughs> night, because it was at, it was at the motor house. So like the uh, and I'm so unfamiliar with that club so it was just like I was just like oh this this feels strange but I left my hoodie on stage after my set so I walked off stage without my hoodie um and the DJ was set up right next to the stage uh anyway so I waited for a comic to finish I was like all right I'm going to wait for him to finish then I'm going to run up and get my hoodie when I ran up to get my hoodie, I accidentally unplugged the DJ's equipment. <laughs> so his entire shit went down, and I just heard him be like, "Motherfucker!" Like he was just so mad. And like, that's a really weird comedy career you've got so and like, far. <laughs> I can only imagine because he's supposed to be bringing comics on with some beats or songs or whatever the fuck. So I'm like. <laughs> We're gonna, he's like, I bet it takes gonna, it's gonna take at least three or four minutes for his shit to boot up. So everyone else is gonna be like improvising until he's ready to go. <laughs> that was one. That was one night of bombing. Uh, most of the other times I did stand up was at the sidebar, and that was the same kind of thing where it's just like a half empty room, and and it's like just people at a bar and like maybe and I don't have jokes, what, man. I, ha I don't have too many jokes. It's me trying to like work loose material about like my own social commentary and being like you know gingers are you know people don't like redheads do they and like people being like all right like <laughs> uh one there was one time when I, I was at the sidebar and like as soon as i got brought on stage like or i would say i, I would say right before i got brought on stage a bunch of people like, cause it was like an empty room and then a bunch of people showed up and the people that showed up had just gotten back from a tour in Iraq or it was like Iraq or <laughs> Afghanistan, but they literally were all like, yeah, we're all soldiers and we're off, like we're off tour for the first and, time and in however many months. And we, we decided were. to go to a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have been like, oh yeah. So you've, you've just left them. You've just, you just left the Middle East and you came to see someone bomb. <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> How long ago was that show? Oh, uh, that was years ago. Yeah, I bet you wish you thought that. You're now. right. Yeah, right? It's like always in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna put some of I'm gonna put some offended crowd noise in that pause because it it felt wrong. I'm just gonna put Fuck it them. there. You know. Fuck everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna pitch that down. I'm gonna harmonize that with some extraness because it sounded cool. I yeah, that baby headlamp is is pretty superb. Can you put? Is it a? Is it just a a battery light? I think it's broke now. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's like a yard light. Um, there's just a bulb there. So I took the bulb out, and I glued that baby head there. Okay. And it worked well, but this is just a real fucking cheat. This came from the dollar store. Mm-hmm. And it was weirdly five ninety nine. And uh, it makes you wonder, you know, it's like, why is this called the dollar store now? It's just poor supermarket, right? Like, uh, no, just everything should be a dollar. I don't mm-hmm. care what the fuck you have in there. It's a dollar store, you know? Inflation. Hey, say $2 store, right? Maybe yeah. it evens out. I think people would be absurdly offended by a $2 store. Don't they understand inflation? <laughs> no, I think if if, the, if, <laughs> if society saw a $2 store, there would be a problem. They'd be like, this is absurd. Fuck this. Because you know that the difference between the dollar store and two dollar store's products would be nothing. It would be the same shit. I think you get a lot more for two dollars than you can for a dollar. <laughs> I've been to arcades. It'd be like, so funny. You go, you go to the two dollar store, it's like, PlayStation 1? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Two dollars? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what would entice you... To, like, cause, like, if you're like, okay, I'm gonna get a, I need, I need a new like shower head, or I don't know what the, the shower head's the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> I need a new shower caddy. Are you gonna get one from the dollar store or the two dollar <laughs> store? Do you think the two dollar store is gonna have a way better one, a one dollar um, better shower caddy? Yeah, no. If we're all being realistic, uh, a feeling of a uh, socioeconomic betterness. Yeah. By going to the $2 store and seeing what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. Because I'm better than that $1 store. Interesting. You know? You know? Yeah. That's how capitalism works. You know, like uh, some people drive around in all kinds of nonsense cars and shit like that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like everybody just wants to show off. It's like, oh, look, this is my wealth. You know? Did you see that uh, professional wrestler John Cena had to officially apologize to China? For saying that Taiwan was its own independent nation. Did he? He did. I hate to say it, but John Cena has no balls. In Mandarin, because he is learning or is almost fluent in Mandarin at this point because he's an international figure. Uh, The Chinese market must be uh, uh, very... very, Sincerely apologized... Uh, uh, he said in his statement, I'm sorry, at least ten times. I don't know, that must be Chinese custom. It's like, you really... But then he was literally getting responses like, like, you, like, record yourself saying Taiwan is not a country in Mandarin or we will not forgive you, is like the types of responses it was getting. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Has he been wrestling in China for a while? No, at this point he's basically retired from wrestling. He's he's gone he's gone the route of television and 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 commercial personality. He's 
He's always he attached. He's always attached to wrestling. I think it's got to be about having a stake in a Chinese market. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're coming up on uh, fifty-five minutes of the podcast, so I figured I'd break out this pickle, see how we feel about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that the current one? Well, I mean, I, I don't, you know. Oh, the current one. Oh, you thought I was going to say he, something new. He seems new. like a good guy. He goes to, like, hospitals. No, he's, he's, shit like he that. is he a good dude. Like a I think, I, it's just interesting. One of those genuinely decent fucking Think about like, all the uh, agents that were like, okay, you know? let's, let's really figure this out. Let's yeah. really figure out how we do this. He's interesting. He's a, he's a guy that, unlike The Rock, has really not aged a, a, a well post-wrestling. Uh uh, it's it, like him. He he grew his hair out, uh, and it, it, I don't know something about. He's just like it was like uh, I I well, I know you didn't watch wrestling. I know you you're not really super familiar with John Cena's work, but I've I I know some John Cena stuff, and I'm like it's just interesting seeing him be an old in his 40s like semi-retired guy at this point, where he's like he's in shape, but like. Definitely looked gauntly weird with his hair <laughs> and his face and his cauliflower ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, we're, we're approaching we the end of the show, Doug. Like Don't three worry. Three minutes. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not a hard out. We can literally go another hour if we wanted to, but I'm okay, not going to yeah. force you to um, pretend... To enjoy the podcast further than than I would expect you to. So, if you thought about um, an entire month, um, say it's in even thirty days, just one then months, right? Yeah. And uh, out of them thirty days, how many days do you have diarrhea? Are you asking like in general, like right now in my life? Yes. I can, I can honestly say it's a. Uh, I'm I'm going I'm going to uh, zero to one, zero to one a month. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, I I I have I have achieved a level of consistency I'm somewhat proud of, uh, although I know I I could always improve. To be honest. Well, I mean, no, that sounds like a reasonable amount of diarrhea right there, zero to one. Yeah. But um. Uh, Hey, don't don't improve. But um, next question. <laughs> um, oh wait, hold on. Can we? Can, hold on. Can we? Uh, I I have a segment idea. Can we? Can I? Can I punch in a song? Sure. Okay. So can we? Can we do yeah. like? Can we? Do, can yeah. we do like five questions with Doug Brown? Okay. All right. So like, can I punch in like? So right now, it'd be like the 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 five questions with Doug Brown song. Yeah. And now it's time for America's favorite new game show, Five Questions with Douglas Brown, starring Douglas Brown. All right, so that happened, and now you get to ask me five questions. Right now, ask you five questions? Yeah, I know you already asked me one, but that was a like preliminary yeah. that inspired this new segment that has occurred, and now there's already a, a song that happened. So now we're in the show. It's your show now. All right. Um, would you rather be attacked by a leopard or an alligator? 
Uh, that's actually a great question. Uh, I think a leopard because there's less of a chance of drowning. And I think the drowning aspect of being attacked by an alligator makes it even more terrifying. That's a good answer and sensible. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you had to eat a human brain, would you prefer that it tasted like grape or cherry? <laughs> <laughs> I think ultimately that it's a it's a moot point because you know that you're just tasting the flavoring and not the brain itself at that. That's not an answer. <laughs> cherry. <laughs> so you like cherry, yeah, cool. I no, um, I like grape more, but I think a cherry brain sounds more appealing. Grape brain? You know what? I, I completely agree with that. I have <laughs> right? no idea why. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably some fucking. It, like, it, I think it has shit. to do with the language mm. itself. Cherry brain. It sounds a little cooler than. Grape brain. <laughs> You're like, no, I keep thinking it's a brain. mouthful. Grape um, brain. Hey, f people at home, say grape brain. Tell me how you feel. It doesn't okay. feel, it doesn't feel as good. Cherry brain. <laughs> that felt good. Um, <laughs> okay, wait, wait, I got this. Uh, are you familiar with that fucking Martian from uh, uh, the, uh, the Flintstones? Yeah, yeah, uh, Kazoo. Okay. Yeah. Second, I'm, I'm, this really, I'm having a hard time like, assembling this one. No, it's okay. Like, Fun fact: Kazoo is towards the end of the Flintstones. It was actually uh, one of the things that started to lead towards the cancellation of the series. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, as a neighbor, would you rather li live next to Kazoo or Grape Ape? Grape Ape, because I think he probably has the better weed. <laughs> probably because there's a weed called Grape Ape, and uh, also because uh, he probably listens to the better music. I like hip-hop. I think Grape Ape listens to hip-hop. I think he listens to, like, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Souls of Mischief and uh, Tribe Called Quest and, and, like... I don't know, maybe some like big crit and and uh stuff like that. Huh? Anyway. Uh and that's not I'm not I'm I'm just saying Grape Ape was cool as fuck and I wanna hang out with him. It has nothing to do with anything else. I think he has good taste in music. <laughs> um Would you rather receive a massage? from a coked up orangutan or a dysfunctioning robot? Uh, the coked up orangutan because I feel the robot has it could malfunction <laughs> which could cause the massage to ultimately rip you apart. <laughs> You're saying that the cocaine is safe. No, I mean, like, and, and as I said that, it's like, that's to say an orangutan couldn't rip you apart. No, it absolutely could. Orangutans have absolutely no goddamn experience with cocaine. And they're like 40 times stronger than a man or something. They've, it's they've like, got ridiculous arm strength. Yeah. That's crazy to fathom that a being <laughs> that's ultimately smaller than we are is that exponentially stronger than we are. And by we, I mean a strong person, not myself. Cause they're not a whole lot smaller than us. I don't think there's an orangutan that goes. It's not. They're never. They're not a six foot animal. 
they're maybe a five foot animal, and I doubt that they're by weight. They're uh, a bit different. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, hundreds of pounds. Yeah, or or hundreds of kilo meters, meters, kilometers. Uh, you can see how smart I am. Country. So many kilos. Look how fat he is. It's a bunch of kilograms. Kilograms. That's the one. What accent would you say that was? It was. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I was playing. I was. I, I was playing some uh, Call of Duty the other day, and I was playing with a British guy. I was playing with three British people. And they made fun of something I said because I said uh, there was a helicopter, and I said, "Watch out for the chopper." And then they started going like, "Get to the chopper," you know. And then I was like, "That's not insulting." No. Man. Then it's I started like, making fun of. I was like, "Oh, my, I was like, oh, sorry." Like, get to the heli. Get to the heli. Watch for the heli. And then like, "Hello to you too." <laughs> And then and then they made fun of me and they're like Americans making yeah. British accents are stupid or something. So, oh man, I wasn't. I don't know. I whatever. Got to give it a shot. <laughs> should give it the right shot. You're right. I should have um, given it the right shot. When you're in the moment, you're playing a military simulation game with a bunch of British people. Your only thought is survival, and the only thing you're like is like maybe I'll uh, do my best to to keep the spirits up with my my good humor. While still in placenta, which would you rather uh, pet, a uh, baby lamb or three baby humans? Uh, while the while I'm in placenta, or while they no, while the placenta is still on them. Okay, one baby lamb or three baby humans. Yeah. Okay, is this question four? What? No. I haven't even asked you a question yet, man. <laughs> no, I thought this was this, the dog asks five questions so, segment. Three times seventeen. Quick, do it, do it, do it. Damn it! What do you want? Hold on, <laughs> Hold on. I can do this. Three times seventeen. Uh, you get thirty-four, and then oh my uh, seventeen God. more. So it's, uh, four. Uh, eventually, I'm just gonna say Shut probably right. Shut up! It's fifty-one. Right. It's fifty-one. I, like I said, probably right. <laughs> it's, it is. Are you sure? Yeah. Doesn't sound right. No, I am. No, no, think about it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, 17 plus 17 is 34, plus another 17 is 51. Are you sure? Yes. You're absolutely sure? Yes. Who told you that was right? Math. Who told you math? Uh, at first it was uh, St. Mary's Elementary. No, tell me each teacher's name. Oh, my God. Uh, Tell me what each one of them taught you. <laughs> Tell me what they smelled like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know all my teachers. I do remember the teacher that was... So, did you, did you have a teacher when you were there? When you were... Not at St. Mary's. When you were in elementary school, was there a teacher that while you were a student there was known to have been there for like 30 years or 40 years? Um, thank you for asking. I actually never went to school. I, I think I've heard contrary to that statement, but that's okay. I can lie all day. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we can all lie all day. No, you can't. Yeah, you, you can. It doesn't mean that people will believe you. 
No, no. I can lie all day. You can't. I could. No? It wouldn't feel good. I don't like lying. I could box you into something and that would be evil. How much time have we done here? I don't know. I'm just threatening you now. Um, <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? Do you want to end it or are you having a good time? We could keep hanging now well, and talking. I mean, if you just say, do you want to end it? If you just ask then. I mean, like, yeah. I don't want to end like, it. I mean, I could want to end it. I thought we were having... I, I think we deviated from multiple subjects at this point. I have no goddamn idea what you're going to do with this recording. I'm going to... Uh, mix it again. I'm going to mix it, it down. Up. I'm going to add my theme song. I'm going to... I was just a wrap it up gesture. No, no. I was going to say, turn it into some kind of nonsense. Who cares? Um, do no, yeah, I'm going to add my theme song. I think, like, we had the, we talked about Endless John Glennon. I think that could be a fun commercial break, so I might do that on my own. Uh, you, Kara graciously helped me on Fart Pops. You graciously helped me on Dark Gnomes. <laughs> so I feel like I need to at least, like, represent and be like, okay, I can't just make my friends do silly things. I have to do one my own, on, on myself, right? So, like, not just Dark feel- Gnomes. Yeah, Dark, like, yeah. Dark Gnomes are your friends. Dark Gnomes are your friends. Dark I can even pull those. They've already happened, Doug. They're in there. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Dark Gnomes are your friends. <laughs> Dark Gnomes. Uh, anyway, yeah, dude, I like, I like, I like podcasting. It's fun. I was saying it while you were gone. I've said it while you were here too. This is episode 10, 10 weeks of a show. That means two and a half months ultimately of a thing where it's like, what is it? It's, well, it's this, it's hanging out with my friends and having fun talking (laughs) and I'm having fun. The birds, the, the daylight, the, 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 the bruise, the hangs, my worry is you're going to start editing. Because when I go home and I edit this stuff and I listen back to it, like it inspires me to put things in there and do this and that. And I already remember there's a couple things that I wanted to do. So, and even if they're subtle, those are treats for the people that earn it. And you know who earns it? Anyone that listens. If you want to earn it, just hang out and listen. Uh, are you putting the hand up? Yeah. Is, what does this mean? Uh, could, could I speak? Oh, yeah, you can. Sorry. My worry is that Didn't... you're going to uh, just replay this endlessly in some sort of, like, home-built masturbatorium. And, like, no one else is ever going to actually hear this. It's just, like, you listening to various people's voices in your weird circular masturbatorium. <laughs> Filled with all kinds of jiggliness. Jiggliness? And occasional prostitutes. Oh, I see. As uh, you're normal day job can procure. Wow. I, I, I kid. Well, I mean, you're making millions <laughs> off this right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's correct. Yes. Super monetized. <laughs> you know how monetized I am. No, man. Like this, I, 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 even I hope this is the only fucking text that the aliens hear. Um, <laughs> I'm a I've been a fan of dumb shows like this and I feel like and 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 one of those shows I was just saying it while you were coming out here but one of those shows uh went on hiatus and I feel like I just kind of want to I don't know I like I just I like the hangout I like exi- I like it existing and and uh it gives me also it gives me something to edit and think about and folk and and like even just that keeps me a little bit sharper 
I think. That's fine. As long as every conversation we have doesn't have to be through a microphone from now on. Because uh, that's... Mm. I, I think that's all. Uh, that's fair, Doug. But I don't want that to be the case. What I did want to happen is us hang out and we record... Like, we, we went out and did an adventure and then we came back and recorded. Uh... And yeah, I only, I ultimately, we've gone over an hour. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so we can wrap up very soon. I can sense it coming on now as the sun goes down. Uh, but I've had fun, and I appreciate you <laughs> being a guest on this show. Because it's fun to me, and you're fucking a fun person to hang out with. So, uh, and we can keep telling stories over over so many like we don't have to tell it all now man this is but one of many chapters of 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 Doug Brown joining me on this uh uh fine podcast adventure and and with that i think the music is probably kicking in and i'm going to turn off the the the, the recording now shark fuck fuck bitch tape shark fuck bitch tape